Hello, hello everybody and welcome to Young Confused and Well Read with me, Un. And today I'm speaking about activism cult, which I think is a very interesting topic and I hope you're going to enjoy it as well. Before we start, let's dive into my weekly reflections and starting with the three things I am grateful for, which are thrift stores. I do think it was very nice that you can buy affordable secondhand clothing, especially here we have a lot of thrift stores, which where I'm from, like in Germany, it's not that dominant as here. I feel like in Great Britain and it has like a way more established culture, which I think is really great. Then I've written down just going out for coffee with family and friends. I don't do this as often, but I always think it is a very nice thing to do. The last thing is Taylor Swift music. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that I love Taylor Swift, but I love Taylor Swift. I think her music is brilliant and I always come back to it. It's like my number one music ever. She's my favorite artist. She is always in my top artist, always number one in Spotify wrapped. So yeah, just wanting to appreciate that. What have I been up to um, this week? I've been at humble training, which was nice. We actually had kind of our last game for the season, but it wasn't really our last game. It was an unofficial last game because it was like a friendly. It was really nice because we played mixed and it was quite fun. Um, I played one half completely and then because we were that many players and then I had one half where I just watched that was really really nice. Other than that I've been really productive and studied a lot. I did realize that when I take more breaks and also like time off it, it works a little bit better on my productivity. Um, so I'm trying to implement that more. Then I've been busy with Global Justice Sterling as well planning a bit, helping out. That was also one part that inspired this episode. And then I've been out with friends for coffee for like, I think it was Tuesday. I always forget what I do in a week because a lot of things can happen. Like I remember Monday this week was so crazily busy. It felt like I lived like two days in one or like maybe even three days. I had so much to do. It was lovely, but <laughs> this is why I sometimes forget everything that happened. Um, but yeah, I went up with coffee, that was great. I'm currently recording this on a Saturday and I must say my weekends for the past few weeks have just been so annoying. Like I'm, I just wake up on the weekend and I already feel bad. I don't know what it is. Um, it's just annoying me because I feel like I can't physically spend a day just chilling around and not doing anything. My motivation is super low to do anything. Like I don't want to do anything. Just want to go back to sleep. There's like nothing that can excite me and everything feels like a chore or is annoying. I just wish I wasn't this way. Like I wish I could spend a whole day in bed watching Netflix and feel good afterwards, but I'm just not that person. But then when I try doing things that usually make me feel better, it also doesn't work. And I'm just so annoyed because I always look forward to the weekend because I can sleep in and I just want to chill and I know I need that time. But then once I roll around, I feel like this. Like just bringing myself to record this episode was already so hard and I don't know why it is that way. But next weekend will be different because I have a lot to do. 
I will move out of this flat, move into my new one, and I'm in Edinburgh on Saturday as well. So I've been, or I will be very busy, so I hope that I'm not feeling like this. I'm calling it my weekend depressions. I don't really know why they were there because last um, semester was not like that at all. It was so different because I love my weekends. I like just having time in. But I don't know what it is. Anyway, I have to live with it now. What I'm looking forward to is obviously moving. Um, I think it's going to be really exciting in the new chapter. Then obviously the last week in the flat with all the people here. This Saturday in Edinburgh. And that's basically all I have for now. And obviously I want to leave you with an affirmation as well. Which is again in cooperation with this episode. And it's called You Are Doing Enough even when it doesn't feel like it. So with that, let's start the episode. As I was saying, the inspiration for this episode has been the society I've been joining this semester, which is called Global Justice. And I think it is like an overall bigger thing, but the society also obviously operates within the university. And I think it's been running for like four years if I'm being correct I think I'm not sure and it's been very fun um, joining that society and participating in it and I'm really excited to contribute more for people who might have no idea what global justice kind of is about although I think it's kind of in the name it's basically a society that organizes events etc doesn't have to be events but like that does try to um yeah do things for the global justice that can be anything like doing something against climate change organizing events we had a protest like an FFF strike which I helped organizing um we're doing things like food banks um because of the rising grocery prices but you know it can be anything any area that has injustice. We had an educational about the Kurdish woman movement which was organized from one of the members which was super interesting so that's kind of what we're doing. We also did an, uh, um, a fundraiser for collective aid which was a rave. I didn't go because I am terrified of raves but that was really cool so I helped selling tickets for that and overall that is just kind of what the society is about so it has a lot to do with kind of activism and yeah um I really think the society and the people in it are amazing and it's a very great space to be in and it's been adding up so much to my semester this um yeah this year last semester when I just started uni I was busy with handball obviously which is great and I still love it uh, but I feel like it's good to also have another society, so now I have like a sports and a society and um, since the society meeting is like once a week, I think that's also very doable and yeah, I think this is great also for socializing, going out and having like more of a balance to uni. Um, well, <laughs> the idea of this episode arose to me when we had the last meeting, we always have a meeting on Monday. And it was kind of like we had a conversation uh, about, you know, um, kind of this feeling of like 
uh, like <laughs> once you focus on one area and putting your effort into that you will always kind of you know leaving something out of the picture because obviously you can't handle like every problem in this world on your own um, and you will have to focus on some area but it does make you feel kind of guilty that's what I mean by activism girls which is I think mostly suffered by people who are active and are trying to do something and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I feel like everybody kind of has it like has guilt felt around you know some kind of areas like for example climate change and am I doing enough am I doing enough to prevent it etc but then activism goes obviously when you're actively trying to do something and you still feel like it's not enough um so yeah I'm the perfect example because no matter what I do I always feel like I'm not doing enough so I'm it's very easy for me to fall into activism guilt, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's why I want to open the conversation. I think I said before, these talks I have with myself are also sometimes a little bit like a therapy talk with myself. So this is just as much for me as it is for you. <laughs> um, I hope somebody else can like relate to this. Uh, yeah. First of all, I guess this is absolutely normal and... Um, I feel like guilt is also sometimes maybe a motivation why people actually start trying to um, do something against it because they feel like there's something that needs to be done and they would feel guilty if they don't do anything. On the contrary, I also think that once you see what has to be done, it can be super overwhelming and that can lead people to not start because they feel like they can't really change anything. The problem obviously then is if nobody starts then obviously nothing will change. So trying and failing is I think still better than not trying and obviously that's already like then it's failed because you know it's it's done. <laughs> um, and also know that y you can't do everything on your own and if you can't give 100% that's also okay. If you can just give 1% that's what you can give and that will already make a difference. An example would be, for example, um, your personal diet. You know, I'm I'm like outing myself as a vegetarian here. I think I never mentioned this. I don't really talk about it because I personally think that your diet is your personal opinion and you don't even have to label it if you don't want to. Um, I think that's actually kind of a healthy mindset around it. And I don't think anybody should be forced to follow a certain diet. It's a very personal decision and everybody needs to find out what works for, you know, them. But um, I feel like a lot of people feel sometimes guilty around me when they eat meat, which they don't have to because, you know, do you? <laughs> as long as you don't force me to eat it, to eat it, we're absolutely fine. But on the other hand, I feel like also a lot of people are not... Um, maybe starting to think about how can you reduce your meat consumption because even though if you don't want to do it which is absolutely cool meat is like very bad for the environment so reducing it even by little can go a long way it's because I feel like there's this pressure around it and people are like oh my god like I don't want to become vegetarian or vegan I feel like that's too much I still want to eat meat so I'm just going to keep on going and I'm not going to change anything because it sounds too much. But you don't have to become a vegetarian or a vegan. 
um, you can just maybe try to look at even for more climate conscious products like is the meat produced maybe regionally and under which conditions were the animals held and I feel like that is what I mean with like starting because it will all come together in the end and I used to say that I will never become a vegetarian when I was younger and now here I am um, and also I feel one thing is that a lot of people feel like vegan products are just for vegans or vegetarians but even when you're a meat eater or you eat meat you can also try these products you can try plant-based milk you can try some you know you, obviously if you don't want to you don't have to but you can just try like products for vegans as well um just trying them out maybe you're liking them <laughs> maybe you don't but um yeah I feel like that is just a little hint um I don't know how much it has to do with the episode but I think my point is that um it is better to start at some point and then see how it goes you can always go back you know like if you are like oh, I'm committing to being vegan and then you go back to eating like cheese for example after two months that's fine <laughs> um like I don't think that should be judged um that's why I also don't like talk too much about you know the diet that I follow which is vegetarian because it's a personal thing and not everybody needs to know obviously um but yeah starting somewhere don't feel too overwhelmed starting small and I am aware that obviously our personal consumption does not have as big of an impact as like big industries and firms and the government, but it can make a small difference and that is in the end what we should also hold on to. Um, because if we never try, nothing will change. I've noticed here, like in Scotland, that also more environmental friendly products like wooden toothbrushes, for example, are super rare to find and when they have like one brand that sells them and obviously then it's more expensive well in germany i feel like we have more of that we i feel like there's more sustainable products available in supermarkets and drugstores um which i think is great and i mean you also see like with vegan products etc being more prominent um that once there's more to choose from it will also get cheaper and more affordable to people but in order to get there obviously these products have to be bought in the first place because if nobody buys them then they won't be produced by other companies etc it's kind of complicated especially when they're more expensive and now with the living crisis it's just not looking good but um yeah that's why i also think just try out new products because you might find a new favorite of yours and then buy it more and then more people's gonna find out about it i mean obviously the supermarket has like food wise like a bigger um yeah bigger oh <laughs> you have more choice in the supermarket but when it comes to like sustainable like hygiene products i feel like that is still there's still more to do here in comparison to germany um at least so that's just my little you know hint for you obviously if you can't afford it you can't afford it like um that's absolutely fair i'm a student as well i don't have as much money i obviously don't have to worry about not affording groceries um as much but i also like sometimes get like i don't buy vegan yogurt anymore because i think it's too expensive um but yeah <laughs> don't worry about it too much um do do you but 
try something new I feel like is always a good idea um coming back around to what I was saying with global justice being like okay we have to kind of settle on products we're projects we're doing um because we, we can't do it all and I feel like when you find yourself in the situation being like there's so much to do and so little time and I don't know where to start settle on something that you are passionate about and that you want to change and do research and see what you can do and there will always be other people who will put energy into other projects as well um which Obviously, you shouldn't rely too much on everybody else to do a good job, but um, also know that there will be other people just as passionately as you who will put their energy into another part, and I think that's also very good. That's where you can relax a little bit more and mean like, you know, if I put my energy in here, um, somebody else will probably put their energy into another issue that needs to be tackled to a certain extent, and you can only do as much. Like, a single human being cannot change the whole world on their own. Um, but you can obviously always make small changes, like maybe within your uh, hometown, or if you live in a small city, uh, you can have an impact, like, on that kind of, um, in that kind of area. And that can spread, you know, because I feel like when you achieve something and people see that, they get motivated as well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> always try something. Um, I feel like another problem why Activism Guild is arising is that once people, you know, care and they are active in some field, let's just say, again, I'm using always the um, idea of, like, climate change and fighting the climate change, but it can be anything. I just keep going with that. I'm aware it's not the only problem we have to tackle, but once people are kind of, like, climate activists and saying, you know, we have to do something about it, um, but then they do maybe something that isn't beneficial for the climate, like owning a car or flying, like, I'm flying home, like, I don't know, there's probably a way to take the train, but no way. <laughs> this is probably going to be, first of all, more expensive, and second of all, take me longer, which is kind of hilarious that it's more expensive than a flight, but <sighs> this is how the world works, apparently. Um, but then people who do these things and are active and say, okay, we need to do something, and said so they're being blamed for that, I mean, like, oh yeah, but you're doing this and this and that, when we need to realize that nobody's perfect and we will all have to do certain things um, that are not good. You know, we there, there will be things, you know, we have to kind of do these. Like, again, maybe you can't afford another option. Maybe th you feel like there's no real other way to get around it. And you are also, you are also allowed to do these things without having to blame yourself constantly for this. Like, there are many reasons why you maybe have to own a car and drive one. Um, maybe, you, like, there are towns that, you know, you can't really take the bus because there isn't a bus. So how, how do you go from A to B? You know, <laughs> just what I'm saying. And um, it's obviously about kind of finding ways on how to be more conscious and aware but that doesn't mean you 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 can't you can't be perfect all the time and that's okay and I feel like then blaming those people that actually care and make an effort is just rude because it's not more okay to do these things and not care. 
um, because I feel like you will already question yourself more than anybody else. Um, on the other hand, I think it's never beneficial to blame, blame, blame on individuals. It's better to like open the conversation and talk about it, which I think is also a way that we can understand each other better. Um, so like, don't put down anybody in any sense because we are all in this together, kind of, and we're all gonna be um, in the same boat when things really go down um, with anything, you know? <laughs> so um, it's very important to kind of see the whole picture because our individual actions and consumerism is apart, for example, about climate change. And I'm so sorry this is all about climate. <laughs> I just think it's a very great example. <laughs> um, but in the end, the industry and the governments are the ones who are really in charge of making the change. And that's why they are protests to like signal that there's change wanted. Um, and you can go to these protests as somebody who maybe doesn't live the most climate conscious life. I probably don't live the most climate conscious life. I'm trying, but I'm not perfect, like I said. Um... But just know that also you live in a capitalistic structure and you can't escape it. So you will have to give in to a certain extent and you should not be blamed for this because it's not our fault in what kind of circumstances we are born into. Um, yeah, I feel guilty. Like for example, when I consume fast fashion products or basically just seeing all the waste I throw away when like buying groceries as well um but i just don't have the time you know i think we have a store that sells products that aren't wrapped but it's far away and it would take me a while to get there and i would have to walk as well i think it's like a 20 minute walk and um they might not also have all the products i need plus it's very expensive so i like i could go for some products of course but um yeah just me like showing off that obviously like they are ways but you might not always be able to take them and you have to figure out you know how to go but obviously like I can't change the fact that I go into the supermarket and then I want to buy cucumber but the cucumbers are wrapped in plastic like what am I about to do like I have no um resources here to like make my own cucumbers and I might not have the time to like go and find a store that sells cucumbers that aren't wrapped in plastic first of all I don't understand why people do that but apparently if that's a thing um there might not always be the option to buy something that's not wrapped in plastic if I usually take it like I take my peppers that are when they're there sometimes they also don't have them and like I still want peppers I take the ones I have like my reusable grocery bags with me but then some products you buy, they will be, you know, kind of wrapped. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying, with fast fashion, I try to limit myself more. But I kind of have the option usually when I need something to either way get it from a fast fashion store. And like that also like sell maybe other products. Like I needed bedding, for example. Um, and I have the, the option to buy it off Amazon, which obviously also isn't super great or to go to the store and buy it there. So I feel like sometimes you're kind of limited because like I was saying, some people don't have the money to afford the super sustainable bedding that, um, you know, if you order it online, you obviously will always have a footprint because it gets kind of shipped to you. But yeah, just again, coming back that um, there will always be something done that um, 
isn't kind of in your hand necessarily and then you obviously feel guilty about it or maybe you're not but then I feel guilty about it I'm like why um but you're not perfect so do what you can um but don't hang yourself up too much about these things because then sometimes I feel like all you're gonna feel is like the like you will notice that you just can't get it right and that would be frustrating so <laughs> just don't try to get it 100% right just try to get it right where you can coming back to that um and make it out with yourself, like, what can you do, what can't you do, etc. Um, I feel like you will also naturally figure out a way for you and how you can take actions and how you can feel better and how you can escape, like, the cycle of guilt because I feel like that needs to be escaped in order to really take actions because if you constantly feel guilty and guilty and it motivates that um, action with your girls, I don't think it's beneficial and it's not going to, in the end, make a positive change if it's motivated by a negative emotion or feeling. Um... So I feel like we all kind of need to stop finding ourselves in that cycle again, realize what is in our hands, and when it's just about, you know, opening the conversation with somebody that might not be as conscious, um, that is already a thing, because I feel like a lot of people who seem to not care just are not informed enough about the issue, and it's very hard, I feel like, to find a conversation where the other party is not offended by what you're saying because I feel like that is something that happens a lot but try to do that if you can try to educate yourself more about certain issues um, for example the Kurdish woman movement that I was going to an educational to I had no real clue what went on there I had like a little like very barely background information that was like basically me knowing nothing um and then going there, like, opened my eyes so much more. So education, I really think, can make a difference because it can make people care. And that is a very important thing because once you care, you are more willing to take actions and to figure out what you can do yourself and how you want to live and how you want to construct, you know, your life around and how you are also willing to make small but maybe significant changes. Um... And that's why I think education is really important because how many people, you know, who are just not in touch with, like, the Kurdish woman movement are going to, like, sit down once maybe, like, a documentary comes up and actually watch it because they're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't really know what this is. This doesn't look as interesting. But that's why I think, you know, having these conversations open is really hard to educate people that are just not in that bubble. But I feel like we kind of need to reach in there and crap these people but trying to keep them by not being like why don't you know this like why are you so uneducated why are you so mm? that is not helpful because then if somebody comes to you and says why are you so uneducated you obviously are like okay I'm done like I don't need to listen to you um so trying to do it on it on a way of being like maybe even go like yeah I I did know about this like a few years ago as well and um, then I learned about it and this is why I feel like it's very important to educate other people so if you want to listen blah blah and you can obviously do this with friends and family or maybe go on social media post about it that's also an idea um, and that's I feel like really really important as well um, 
and even when your you know actions don't always align with your own ideology that's okay that's okay um while working on ourselves and it will like i was saying it will never be perfect um it's just about trying i guess <sighs> so this was this week's episode i really had a nice time thinking about this and talking about it to you. I hope you enjoyed it and you're going to be back for next week's episode. Till then, feel free to check out my social media. I'm active on Instagram and TikTok. And till then, I hope you stay young, confused and well-read. Bye-bye. <laughs>